Welcome in to episode 17 of The Degenerates. I'm Luke. He's Matt. Together we make up The Degenerates. And we've got a great show in store for you today. We've got the NFC East preview going for you today. We've already previewed the NFC North and the AFC North as well. Matt, what is going on, man? You ready to talk some NFC East? Oh, absolutely. It's fantastic right now. My boy Gary Woodlands. Leading after round one here. We got the badminton tournament this weekend. I I couldn't be more excited. Oh, the badminton tournament. So t- tell me a little bit about it. I remember you talking about it last year. You love this thing. Yeah, last year, I don't know. Some of my friends just they decided to text me one day, and it was like, we should have a badminton tournament. And it took us most of the summer to get organized. And I don't know. We had probably like eight or so teams last year. I lost in the very first game. As like a co-favorite, me and my buddy did. So we said we were going to practice all summer. Um, we're looking at getting our first practice in tomorrow. Tournament's on Saturday. So, so you're coming know, for that title. excuse to get day drunk at my house and wear funny clothes and dick off. You're coming for the title, though. Oh, absolutely. I mean, we had to randomly draw, and nobody would like witness us drawing. And me and my buddy that was actually on my team – we drew, you know, the other team that were like, these are, were probably the two best teams. And we, we didn't know if we were going to be able to do double elimination and we would have, but we, we rolled with one, one loss and you're out. And I really wanted to redraw and I couldn't be that sleazy. I just couldn't do it. So are you doing double elim this year? We are, we are, we don't have the time for it. We got the nice shuttlecocks and everything. I got some nice. Oh, man. Oh, man. Oh, yeah. They're like real feather ones. It's like six bucks for a three pack, though. And really, I might have to I might have to go for some drives tomorrow because they usually only have like, I don't know, like three or four packs. Just kind of. I mean, if if you're going to do this, if you're going to do this thing right, you got to. Yeah, you You got to do it it because I'm not made of money here. That's yeah, exactly. Well, I mean, you got to get donations, man. You got to charge everyone a little extra, a buck extra to get in the tournament, you know? Oh, I mean, well, I mean, it's 20 bucks a team. You know, if it was up to me, it'd be at least 20 bucks a person. But uh, we got a winner take all tournament going here. So I don't know. I'll That's take the hit. All right. I'll take all right. All right. Well, hopefully you win that and then you get your money back a little bit. Yeah, let's hope. Let's hope. We, uh, I'm a bit of a procrastinator. And I definitely didn't take the net down until it was well into the winter. And by me, I mean my roommate eventually took it down. So uh, we got to buy a new net too. I think. Oh, oh man! I tried Come to on. set it up like a month ago, and it was just—I don't know. It was like at a hundred and forty-five degree angle ish. Oh, that's tough. Less than ideal, but less less than. Less than ideal. Low key badminton so, nets are like twenty five bucks. Oh, that's not bad. Yeah, it's it's really not that bad. I haven't played badminton since high school, man. I mean, that's probably where I was before last year. It's gonna be fun. We got a few people coming in from out of town. I like it. I wish I wish I could make it down. I probably could have been able to make it down. I, I told you I was gonna try and make it down this year for it, and I. Didn't even come down. I'm sad about it. I mean, I try to get people to go, but usually it's like I'm drunk being like, hey, you should drive seven hours each way. And 
come to a badminton tournament at my house, which like kind of seems fun and kind of seems like, hey, man, this might be kind of a waste of a trip. So, but again, it's an excuse to day drink, and that's what's most important. Oh, God, yes. It's registrations at noon, so I'll have something in my hand by then. And also probably to get rid of the hangover from Friday night. Uh, we'll we'll see, but odds odds are yes. We'll see. I don't know if anyone's coming in Friday night, but if people are, with any luck, we might hit the rollover minutes. Hit up some brunch. Ooh, that's a good idea. Yeah, Got to get a little fuel in for the tournament, you know. A cheeseburger and a little bat at the Winchester, my favorite oh, brunch that, in the world. That is. That, that that's a brunch of champions. Oh my god! I mean, I, I got to do it now. Food and I'm a little spoiled with uh, Chuck making maple syrup for so long. I and I don't like eggs, so like, what what else am I going to eat? Just maybe hash browns. Yeah, you can't just go get the generic syrup if that's the case. No, I don't eat that shit, dude. I'd rather I'd rather be that dude that brings his own to the restaurant. Oh, you you should start doing that actually. No, I, I usually just get like strawberry pancakes with whipped cream and shit, and then I can put the regular garbage maple syrup on there. That's fair. Yeah, yeah. Or or you could cream. just, I don't know, if you go to like IHOP or whatever, they got like the 17 different syrups and shit. Mm-hmm. Dude, it's I love going to brunch because if I actually order breakfast, I'm seriously, I need to sit at the children's table. It's my favorite. If you got chocolate chip pancakes, I'm in. Like, let's do it. Do you color if they've got a mat in, col- in crayons? I'm really bad at coloring, so it'd be kind of embarrassing. Or else, but at but the if, same time, if they put one in front of me, I probably would, dude. I'm I'm fidgeting right now with a pen, like oh me oh I'm I'm 100 that same way. But like you put me down on a Cracker Barrel, and I'm gonna embarrass myself with that little like T triangle game. Oh, I used to be the fucking cat's pajamas at that game. I recently tried. I gave up halfway through because I was like, oh, I know where this is going. It's not going well, but. I used to be good at that one. That I can't just like look at that and like map it all out. I I just can't do it. I'm a I'm a checkers guy. I'm not a chess guy. You know. I would be a chess guy, but no one ever wants to play. I got my roommate to play a little, but I just give him the hands every time. And like, well, why don't you just play the computer? I'm like expert mode. You I'm know, expert. Jesus, <laughs> relax. <laughs> like Bobby Fisher over here. Chess is like like I'm trash at it, but I'm better than people that don't play at all. And if you don't, like, it's so hard to play people better than you because it just sucks. But people that suck never want to play on a timer. And my old roommate, he got me to start playing. We play five-minute games, or we each had five minutes. And you can download a timer on your phone and shit. It's so easy. And it makes Bruh. it fast, and you just get the reps in. And you make mistakes, and, like, oh, my God. It's... I, no, I, I don't. I don't think you can do it on the phone though. Like, if you're gonna do it, you got to do the little slap the top of the clock thing. Like, that's the only way to do it. Get get the fuck out of here with the with the phone timer and shit. You got to get the one on the side of the board where you you make your move and you slap that bitch. Okay, I'm not made of money. It's probably like twelve dollars. You think they're that? Exp- I mean, they're like nineteen hundred, nineteen forties technology. Like, <laughs> yeah, no, it, it it wouldn't be bad to do, but and I guess I would have to at this point. Bro, you got a flip phone. Like, you can't even get the timer on your phone. I got an iPad. What's up? Other people got phones. <laughs> you, you're clicking the fucking A button on your on your flip phone, the one with the ABC to stop the time. I got a tip calculator, okay? I can go on ESPN. What, what more do you want? 
bro. First of all, tip calculator. Can we talk about tip calculators for a sec? Like, I promise we're going to get to some NFC East football. Tip calculators are so dumb. They literally, 15%, you just have to multiply the total by 0.15. Like, that's it. Like, tip calculators. Tip calculators are so dumb. And I usually don't tip based. I guess I do tip kind of based on my bill, but, like, it probably varies a fair amount. I'm not very consistent with my tipping. Like, I'm not really cheap, but... If someone's garbage I'm a their straight, job, they might know it when I leave. I'm a straight twenty percent guy. I just I, I I just do it every time. I I try to at least go twenty percent, but like if some girl's flirting with me and I know you're in like I know you're flirting with me just to get a better tip, have fun with my fucking tip, dude. Don't play me like that. Yeah, I, I there's, mean, and there's a difference let's be. between being pleasant and flirting. But if a girl's just laying it on relax like it's no you don't get you don't like strip you don't like strip clubs do you i've never been to one yeah you wouldn't you wouldn't like it then like i have no problem the fake it's straight it's just fake love you know yeah like i'm sure they could be a blast and you you could get me on a tear in a strip club i'm sure but i don't know they never seem that appealing to me and you know i'm awkward as shit too like i'd be sitting there and be like i don't really know what to do I can just see you like looking around at your friends and just throwing your hands in the air as you get in a lap dance. Oh my god. I I can literally picture it. You in that like multicolored wind coat and a trucker hat. Which multicolored wind coat? <laughs> <laughs> One of your seven? I don't know. Hey man, sometimes you gotta dress for the uh, weather. Sometimes it's windy out here. The one you wore when we went golfing okay. that day down in Mount Pleasant. What's the last day I went golfing? I gotta learn, man. It looks like a lot of fun if you're good, and that would take me a long time. But that was a great call. Oh yeah, it was a great day of golf. Me, you, and my brother. We knew exactly how we would finish, no matter what. Shot, shotgun, and beers on the tee box. That's that's a great day. Of I golf, had the rollover in it, dude. I bought some sunglasses, drunk before we went golfing. <laughs> I was just like, oh, need these. I think they were like yellow or something. Like, I think I bought two pairs. The picture that I got on the IG, man, it's that that one is amazing. It's baseball golf, dude. I don't really know. I don't know how to play stick sports. Except badminton. Well, yeah, <laughs> that one. That one. Uh, the shuttlecock's coming down pretty slow for the most part. All right, so I guess we we got to talk some football. I, I, we could do this entire pod probably without talking football because this division is. Kind of a clusterfuck, I guess. Would be a good way we to put it. decided we were doing it, slash the people did, which it's the one I was... The people prepared. did. Thank you for voting, by yeah, the way. Yeah, thanks for not voting for the division I wanted. Um, <laughs> that came in last place. Yeah, whatever, but. whatever. And I, I didn't try to pander to the people till late. But yeah, this is a bit of a clusterfuck. I kind of hate it all. By the, by the time the season starts, I might love some of it, but... Right now, it's uncertainty is the uh, word of the division. Lot of lot of uncertainty. So just to give you the odds, top to bottom, to win the division, uh, I'll give you the opened first. Philadelphia opened at minus one seventy five to win the division. Dallas opened at the second best odds at plus three thirty three. 
New York and Washington both opened at plus 700 to win the division. Currently, Philadelphia dropped down to minus 165 to win the division. Dallas has moved up to plus 350 on Bovada. They're actually a little better odds and better as in for you to win the division on five dimes right now. Uh, Dallas is plus... 395 to win the division on five dimes. New York is plus 600 on Bovada and plus 550 on five dimes. So a little extra value on Bovada while Washington is at plus 750 on Bovada, but plus 900 on five dimes. And I don't like any of those numbers pretty much because I'm not betting Philly with minus odds. Like I would think they regress. I think they win, win the division. I, I just don't think minus 165 is tough for a 17 week future. Yeah. You know, like you can't have my money for that. I'm sorry. I, like the, the ROI is just not nearly no. enough. And like it could go south. I don't think it will, but there are things to like about all the other teams in the division. Couldn't you see Philly? At, there are Philly there at are. like 10 and six and someone else squeaks up there and wins in a tiebreaker. Like it could happen. It's it's probably where their odds should be, but I'm not taking them. Right? No, I I definitely understand the odds being there. I just don't like minus odds. Except you know, next week we're going to talk about the AFC East and what's going to be like a ten minute podcast because it's going to be like fucking bet the Patriots because there's no way they don't win the division. But that's for that's for next week. But like Philadelphia isn't a lock quite like New no. England is. No, because do you really trust Foles if Wentz gets hurt again? Do we trust Wentz that much yet? Like, I do. I will bet that in the game. First off, but I mean, like, first off, do we even know when Wentz is coming back yet? I don't think it's definitive. It's going to be early, if not right away, but... I, I don't like I I've seen I've seen they don't expect him back in September, so Ooh. that's going to be what two three games. Yeah, I think I thought I had heard two games, but. Uh, Oh, the longer he doesn't play, the worse it is. And that's that's why all this is scary. Like Nick Foles, I know we had a ridiculous, you know, what, two-thirds of a season or whatever where he threw like two picks and then he had a nice playoff run. But like when did you ever trust him? The defense is legit. I like the running backs. I don't hate the receivers. Like Ertz is a dog. Like, like they got stuff everywhere, but it's it's just too scary to put money down on. Here's my here's my thing about Philadelphia. You know, as I, as I take a look at them, just kind of preview them right now. Uh, by the way, we'll give you their team total. Their team total is set at ten and a half wins. Um, the over is minus one fifteen, as well as the under. So, kind of split odds on the ten and a half. That half is obviously very scary. But my thing about Philadelphia, they're stacked, absolutely stacked, pretty much across the board for the most part. Um, I I don't trust Nick Foles even after that postseason he had last year because when he took over for Carson Wentz he was garbage all the way until the NFC championship game he looked terrible against Atlanta in the post Atlanta probably should have beat Philadelphia Julio Jones catches that pass uh he started to come into his own finally against Minnesota that carried over into the Super Bowl but other than that he wasn't that great and the one thing that's concerning for me about Philadelphia is last year their offense heavily relied on the RPO. 
RPO, not necessarily new, new, but defenses weren't seeing it a lot like they did with Philadelphia last year. Didn't really know how to react to it last year. I think defensive coordinators with a whole offseason to kind of figure it out, I like the chances of them figuring it out a little bit more, and that's what makes me a little bit hesitant on Philadelphia. The thing that makes me high on Philadelphia is they have tons of weapons with Alshon Jeffrey. They added Mike Wallace. They've got Nelson Aguilar. They're getting Jason Peters back on that offensive line who they lost last year, who was an all-pro left tackle. Their defensive line is insane with Brandon Graham, Fletcher Cox, Nada, if he... Haloti Nada, if he's healthy, which he probably won't be. Derek Barnett. I mean, that defensive line is terribly scary. Did they get scary. Michael Bennett? They... Okay. No, no. Yeah, I was, I was like, no, I don't, I don't remember them getting Michael. Oh yeah, they did get Michael Bennett. Yes, yes, they did. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, absolutely, they did get Michael Bennett. That's right. Oh my god. Oh my god. That D line's insane, dude. That I, and, and that's the thing is they almost don't need quarterback play to win a bunch of games. They're like Alabama. Yeah. They could win oh, with by Greg the way, McElroy. their quarterback is good. <laughs> right, yeah. When Carson Wentz is healthy, he's and, very, like, very good. Serviceable like, this running team back. Is... Well, Darren Sproles eh, may or may not be serviceable, but like Corey Clement and Jay Ajayi, I think, are both just fine. Oh, they're, yeah, exactly. I think Jay Ajayi is going to kind of come into his own, and Corey Clement was insane last year, you well, know, as a rookie. they may run Ajayi pretty hard. I think, I believe it's the last year of his contract. I couldn't tell you for sure, but I wouldn't be surprised if they ride him hard, especially early when they don't have Wentz. I mean, I'm kind of a little concerned at the tight end position. But uh, but that might be that is a small small weakness on this team. Good, but dude. at the same time, I'm not concerned at all. He's not like a, he's, I, he's getting overhyped. Like maybe he is like the yeah. second, well probably the third fantasy tight end. I can understand that like ranking him there. I can't understand him above Kelsey unless you think Mahomes is going to be trash. But dude, he's legit. He's not like a superstar or anything, but he's very good. Yeah, I, I mean, Zach, he's he's pretty good. Like he'll catch the passes. I just think if there's if there's one weakness, it might be that position, other than Nick Foles for the two three games that he has to play. And another thing, not only are they getting Carson Wentz back, not only are they getting Jason Peters back, also Sidney Jones. Uh, Second round draft pick last year, uh, he had tore his Achilles at the combine or at the pro pro day coming out of Washington. So the Packers took Kevin King out of Washington, the corner, but everyone thought Sidney Jones was the best corner on Washington's team. He just tore his Achilles or ruptured his Achilles. One of the two, he's going to be back this year for Philadelphia. Like it's like the rich just keep getting richer. It really feels that way sometimes. And I guess with 32 teams, it kind of almost has to happen. Other than the Patriots, who have all that cap space for right. Tom Brady, just deciding he doesn't need money. <clears throat> yeah. That yeah. must be nice. I mean, it would be nice to have his wife for multiple reasons. Um, least of, least <laughs> of my concerns. 
But not to get off the rails. Um, <laughs> Eagles are good, dude. Uh, the more I look at it, the more I like them. But I don't think I can trust them enough to uh, go over that 10 and a half. Not at not at that Definitely price. Not the division. Not at that price. I could see something weird happening with this division. Like it's all under them. Everyone's packed in so tight. Like someone just has to go on a little bit of a run, and all of a sudden they're a surprise ten and six, eleven and one. So we agree that Philadelphia yeah. is absolutely stacked. Like, like, like we agree there. We just don't think that the value is necessarily there at minus 165, though they probably should be the overwhelming favorites yeah. to win this division. Um, Peterson's smart, too. Like, they they make yeah. smart decisions. Yes, man. They're not doing any of the Mike McCarthy garbage. I was searching for another quarterback or another coach, <laughs> but I couldn't get there. Like he he makes good decisions, at least for the most part, analytically sound decisions, I guess. So I I do like Philadelphia, though. Like you said, I I think they could still at the same time be due for a regression. Potentially, you never know the disease the disease of more, as Pat Riley would say that. Obviously, it's really hard to win back-to-back Super Bowls in the NFL, and there's a reason for that, you know. But usually that's due to a lot of roster turnover, while this team doesn't necessarily have a ton of roster turnover. And they rode the underdog role all the way to the Super Bowl. So it's like, I guess you can look at it both ways. Are they going to you know, still feel like they're huge underdogs all the time? Or are they going to be like, bitch, we won the Super Bowl? Like... <laughs> Like I don't, I don't know how you could, I don't know how you could, I don't know how you could possibly feel that way, feel exactly. like you're an underdog. Like you, you can say you know, it and when, give it all the lip service you want, but it's, it's different when it's actually, you know, oh, I could skip this workout or you know, not being focused in practice, practice or something, you know, taking one of these garbage teams on their schedule, I mean, taking them a little light. It's. They're only they're only one of two teams with triple digit odds to win the Super Bowl. Everyone else is quadruple digits or above. New England is the only team that's got better odds than and them. It probably should be two. like them and New England should be the two favorites. I'm not even positive that sorry the Philly shouldn't be favored. I mean, they're still Bel- Belichick and Tom Brady. So right. if they're not yeah. favored, right. like if if the Pats aren't favored, I'm probably betting them just out of the principle, but. It's like a 42-year-old quarterback or something. So as we move down the list, Philadelphia obviously number one at minus 165 currently per Bovada. Dallas coming in at number two at plus 350. And I think you can find a little value there. I know I might be sounding like a homer right now, but I think plus 350 you can find a, a little bit of value there because like you said, Matt, I mean... Uh, Philadelphia going 10 and 6 and Dallas going 10 and 6, you know, maybe a tiebreaker there. Uh, you could see that happening. And I think Dallas is a team that went 9 and 7 last year, lost their best player in Ezekiel Elliott for 6 games, still won 9 games. I I mean the defense is going to be better because they're more experienced. They're returning pretty much everyone on defense, pretty much returning close to everyone on offense. Obviously the loss of Des Bryant, they added Allen Hearns. Uh, Michael Gallup, the rookie, 
so it's going to be interesting to see with Dallas. And I, I think it's a team that can contend with Philadelphia if they go back, if, if they're able to play with the offensive efficiency they did two years ago. I mean, anything can kind of happen since they, they can really control the line of scrimmage, which helps an insane amount. Their schedule's much easier than last year, which helps a lot. I don't like. I still believe in Dak. I is. I know I'm not the only one on this bandwagon of he went from being overrated to underrated really fast. I don't know how I feel about the receivers. Like I don't trust Alan Hearns yet. Cole Beasley's going to do marvels. Yeah, it, it's like they're, it's like they're lacking. They're like lacking that big time weapon, or maybe two weapons, especially a tight end. Man, I don't know what the hell. Yeah, that going was so on weird end. with Witten. Like the timing of Witten leaving. I didn't. That was strange, but I get you know like right. having to think about it. I mean, I love Brett Favre more than any other football player ever, so I guess I have no room to talk there. But I don't know. It was it was kind of bizarre because wasn't that like what the day before the draft? And and you don't know how Pretty much the Cowboys it, yeah. knew, I guess too. But I don't trust Terrence Williams. He sucks. I like Gallup, but we have no idea if he's good in the NFL. Yeah, I get. All they need is one of these dudes to really step up, though, and I see your argument. Like, I don't really like him. I don't like their defense a lot. I mean, Sean, if Sean Lee can play, their defense is just oodles I mean, better. Yeah, It is. It is. But, I mean, even looking at their defense, you know, they ranked – they ranked fifth in total defense in the NFC, fifth in rushing defense in the NFC, fifth in passing defense in the NFC, tied for eighth for uh, the NFC in defense, tied for 12th in interceptions, tied for eighth in sacks, and tied for eighth in turnover differential. So yeah, uh, the pretty, defense is pretty solid. I mean, middle year. of the pack. The f- I mean, top third for all those fifths, but... <sighs> I mean, that's better than I thought. I really, I really didn't have a lot of faith in their defense. I wouldn't pick them to win the division because I don't trust Jason Garrett whatsoever. Like, oh man, that's and that's and that's where the distinct advantage in the division is is coaching with Philadelphia over every other team in the division. That is the clear and away watch, watch number one sure, advantage man. they have. Like we don't know yet, but. I, I well, I mean, he owns a, a career ten and twenty three record as a head coach. Okay, good point. Um, but just wait, wait on, wait on him. I would still, you know, obviously you're going to have to give the edge to Peterson on account of he's one for one on coaching Super Bowls. Yeah, <laughs> so like I mean, I just I, I pretty much wanted to take the huge advantage off. I would say yes, they have an advantage because I think Jay Gruden sucks, and I'm not even so sure Jason Garrett is alive. Like he might be the first AI person that's just walking around. I well, I I, I kind of thought that was Jim Caldwell, but not the AI. Yeah, part, as I said, just AI, like I was like, well, part. I guess they'd probably learn and make better choices. So yeah, maybe Caldwell. <laughs> here's here's my thing with Dallas. The only thing that. And by the way, their total is eight and a half for wins. So they're set at even lower than they were last year. And I think they're going to be a better team if Ezekiel Elliott can play all 16 games. So they're they're at minus 110 for the over eight and a half and minus 120 for the under eight and a half. So I might find some value there at minus 110 over eight and a half wins. But my thing with Dallas is, is 
no one every everyone's talking up Philly, right? And everyone thinks Dallas is, you know, just kind of the, the second team in the division or not gonna be any good. They're I mean, they're minus one twenty mm-hmm. to win less than eight and a half games. So going back to 2013, everyone thought they were gonna be good. You know, they almost won the division in 2012. 2013, they go eight and eight. Terrible. Moving on to 2014. Everyone had the same feeling they do about Dallas this year. Not going to really be that good. Tony Romo still the quarterback. I mean, really, what is Dallas? They go on to win 12, 12 games, go 12 and four, uh, beat the Lions in the playoffs, lose to Green Bay on the Des Bryant, you know, catch no catch thing. So 2015, they're stacked. This is the year Dallas is going to win the Super Bowl. Tony Romo goes down second game of the year against Philadelphia. They go four and fucking 12 that year. Oh, we're right back to it. 2016, Dallas is going to be fucking garbage once again. You know, Tony Romo goes down in the preseason. Dak Prescott taking over for the first eight games until Tony Romo can come back. Then Dak leads him to a 13-3 and record. Another loss to the Packers in the playoffs. And then, that, you know, we? last year, everyone thinks okay, so. Just to make sure we that. did. We did. And I paid you. I paid you. <laughs> I paid you and your brother. Um. And I drunken, I drunkenly made those bets the night before oh, when we were I, I at the bar in Royal Oak. Too. That was nice. Uh, um, and then you know, last year everyone thought it was Dallas's division to dominate once again. Ezekiel Elliott suspended, and things don't go Dallas's way. They only go nine and seven. And then moving on to this year, everyone's got that feeling like they have, you know, two years ago, four years ago, and six years ago. This seems like a trend that's going on in the even years. Dallas is doing really good things. In the odds years, when people have expectations for them, they don't do well. So Dallas, without expectations, I think they've got a chance. I'm not a big trend guy in general. Really? A a betting man that's not a big trend guy? I mean, some of them can be useful. But I feel like, I don't know, probably like 85% of trends are just like, ooh, look, like data is streaky, okay? Like that's just how it works. You flip a coin, you know, how 100 times you might get 10 ta- or ten tails in a row. Like, it, you know, that doesn't have anything to do with right, it. Right, right. Continue, like, you know, it, it it's not going to keep happening just because it was already happening. But I get like there's some there's something to be said with the chip on their shoulder, Last year was, I mean, just pretty fucked up with the whole Zeke not being able to play. Is he going to be able to play? That's got to be annoying, especially for someone like Jason Garrett who can't think on his feet. If they're, I can get talked into the over for them at eight and a half, possibly. Like it's at eight, I I would feel pretty good about the over actually. If I can get talked into their defense, if I think their defense can play reasonably well. I'm here for it because you can control the ball. Dak is at least serviceable and he can run. The offensive line is still incredible. Like you're not, I can't trash the offense. It's only the receivers that are unknown, but like we've seen Alan Hearns play at least reasonably well. Cole Beasley, Cole Beasley's good at his role. He can't say healthy. As long as they use him right. I mean, they got Tavon Austin. I'm sure Jason Garrett will use him very creatively. Oh yeah. yes, Jason I mean, that's Garrett, scary. Known for if they're going to give him the ball too much, <laughs> that could be a problem. But I, you're talking me into it a little bit. The odds of me putting money on the Cowboys to do well are incredibly low. But the over eight and a half isn't the worst thing in the world. I won't touch the division, but I won't touch the division odds for any of these teams. 
That's fair. I just I just think that plus three fifty, you might be able to find some value way down the road as they're contending, might be able to hedge it into something. So I I, I don't know. I think I'm probably going to take actually Dallas over eight and a half. Like actually put money on that. I put my money on that. I, I really like that because even I if wouldn't it, call you a homer for that. What's that? Right. I mean, I and and Dak didn't Dak didn't regress as much as everyone kind of makes it out to be last year, but. He, obviously, he wasn't nearly as good as he was the year before, but his completion percentage was pretty close to the same thing. Yards per attempt, pretty close to the same thing. Interceptions were the uptick last year, so he's got to corral that. I actually, going on to number three, this is an intriguing one for me. The Giants currently sitting at plus 600. Um, The Giants got rid of whatever the fuck Ben McAdoo was last year with his goddamn slick back hair trying to be part of the New York mob. Maybe he was shaving points. It's fucking insane, dude. (laughs) (laughs) And the the thing is, McAdoo made the playoffs a year before when he was looking like an idiot. His hair was all over the place. You know, he just looked like a scrub who was a football coach. Last year, tried to be like some New York mobster. I, I don't know what was going on last year with that slick back hair, but he obviously was way too into himself, and the Giants go 3-13. and 13. You know, Odell Beckham, his injury had a lot to do with it. But this New York team's got a ton of weapons, man. When OBJ's healthy, Evan Ingram was pretty good last year, and Saquon Barkley now, I if that O-line can even be remotely competent, watch out for so the, the Giants. So the O-line's got to be competent, and did Eli fall off a cliff? Because we don't know. I am the biggest Eli Manning apologist, but that's the biggest thing keeping me from... Which it, the only reason you're an Eli Manning apologist is because Probably, you're a contrarian. Yeah. I'd like to make people upset, too. Like I, I prefer to do it in person. I've fired off some Eli <laughs> Manning takes on Twitter, and they're not as fun, but people get riled up in person. If you're like, no, dude, he's got two rings. Like, are you kidding me? He beat, he beat, Tom, he beat Tom Brady in the Super Bowl twice. What are you talking about? Eli Manning's legit. But you're you're literally like PFT with Joe Flacco. Man. I don't know. <laughs> I like I don't know. I like <laughs> the Giants. I'm I'm here for this argument. I love OBJ. I like Evan Ingram. I like Sterling Shepard. It's like Cody Latimer they have now. Like it's Saquon. Everyone says Saquon's not going to bust, so it must be true. Defense can kind of vary from year to year, and like that defense, they kind of hated each other. They the offense was awful, so they were in bad positions. They didn't they didn't seem like they wanted to play. And like if anyone remembers going into last year, the Giants' defense is supposed to be legit. The only thing that worries me about the Giants right now is they've taken a lot of money. And maybe some of it is a lot of money on the the over here, and maybe it's these uh, New Jersey sports books, you know, kind of screwing with the number because everyone's so excited they can finally bet it, and they all live in the area. But right, that's a good point that I didn't really consider. There might be a ton yeah, of public it, money on there up because of that sure. reason. It's it's like top one or two in money and ticket count, I believe, and. They got a shot, man. They like if I could bet if I could bet them to finish above Dallas in the division, I think I'd do it. So I guess that's talking me into the over seven and a half. 
Eli Manning gives me doubts. Yeah. Wait, does five does five dimes have him at seven yeah. and a half? Oh, Bovada's Bovada's got him at straight seven. Okay. Over's minus one forty. Sounds though. more interesting. I have to look at their schedule, but I love me some Pat Shermer. I love that Odell was doing some slot work. That might be really interesting. Yes. Um. Also, what's interesting is they're they're gonna be running a three four this year base. So that's interesting. They brought in Ogletree from L.A. I, I don't really know if he's going to be much because he was okay with the Rams, but they brought in Nate Solder from New England, try and help that line, but they also have maybe the worst offensive tackle in all Bad of football man. and Eric Flowers. He's going to be starting at right that's, tackle. Yeah, it's not great. Not good. It A lot of it's going to come, come down to this O-line. Like a shocking amount, I think. Because everywhere else, that and if Eli Manning falls off. If you yeah, have a strong like, opinion and that's, and that's on those, be probably either way, you can talk me into the under if you think that you know the O line is going to be absolute garbage and Eli is going to be absolute garbage. But if you have any strong stance on the line and Eli Manning, um, probably roll with that because those those are the big unknowns. I believe in this defense. I don't care how they were last year. Schedule looked uh, interesting. So I'm. So, so as we're recording this, uh, the Giants are taking on the Browns, and I'm I'm seeing a highlight from let's see, it was a first play from scrimmage. the uh, The Giants had it at the 13 yard line. They gave it to Saquon. He gets almost stopped at the 10, makes a couple jump cuts, and he made it all the way out past midfield on the first run as a as a New York Giant in the preseason. Literally. Looked like Le'Veon Bell, where he's going to get stopped in the backfield, um, made like two cuts, and just took off. So how about that over? <laughs> like, if Saquon is what everyone expects him to be, I like New York over seven. Probably, ones. yeah. Like, I mean, I guess that that's the other thing. But I, I believe in him. I think he's going to be legit. At the very least serviceable in his first year. Like, I don't think... Other than pass protection, I don't think it's that difficult to transition from college to the NFL as a running back. Like it, he can catch the ball, he can do everything. Like it's a second a second overall pick might be crazy, but if he's Adrian Peterson number two, it seems like a good idea. Here's a stat that is very concerning. So since New York moved to the base 3-4, they traded away JPP. He's only got like one hand anyway, so it doesn't you know, matter. But the Giants last year pressured opposing quarterbacks just 27.4% of their dropbacks, third worst in the NFL. Like If you can't get to the quarterback, That's you ain't going to win this league. I like their DBs. Like they, they can cover on the back end. I mean, if the quarterback is well, time, it don't matter. Well, like if – if they if they made up maybe if they like made up with Eli Apple and Landon Collins doesn't call him a you cancer would hope in the locker that room that's anymore. taken care of by now. You would hope that these adults aren't that petty. Uh, bro, come on. The pettiness just doesn't leave people. These guys are like our age. Yeah, I'm kind of petty. I'm petty sometimes. as fuck. No, I'm either super fucking petty or I just don't care. 
Like it's there's no in between with me. So I'll definitely be petty. I yeah, no, maybe I'm just generally petty. Like when people don't fill shit up at work, you know, when you use the last thing of something, I learned this at Bible camp. When you kill it, you fill it. You know, you finish the fucking lemonade, go get some more lemonade. And these people, you know, we'll have syringes or something. They'll be none okay. in the fucking drawer. And I'll just be so mad. And I'll go find somewhere where there's just one. And I'll grab that and use that. Because I'm like, dude, you got to fill shit up. Like if I use the last one, I go fill it up. If I use like the fifth to last one, I might go fill it up. So, no doubt. No I mean, doubt. I hide behind that's a matter of principle. But it's reasonably petty. Like I could just do it. I got the time. All right. Yeah. And I'd probably, I'd yep. be much yeah, more petty. No, it's petty. Oh, yeah. I would do, and I would do the same thing. Like that's, I would do the same thing. Right. So I don't know, but I do like, I do like the giants over seven wins. Uh, over uh, what, what are the odds at seven and a half on five dimes? Ooh, I like those a lot better because I mean, yeah, you get the push with seven wins, but I really think New York can at least be an eight and eight ball club. We'll see. I'm definitely thinking about playing this. Just I'll have to look push. at it more. But I mean, minus one forty is not that much worse for getting the push out of it. I am a big fan of anything you believe are going to win. Or I mean, they dude, you know, it's a big plus on. Like this is this feels like a better this feels like a better team like a really than the team, team that won eleven They're games getting two some years Super ago. Bowl money too, but I think that's definitely New York. That's again New one. Jersey. But honestly, I couldn't. I wouldn't be incredibly yeah, shocked that's, that's, at thirty to one. Get, oh no, sorry, that's fifty to one. <laughs> but I, I mean, I couldn't place that bet at all. I could not believe that that would actually happen. But forty-one, yeah. I I could because every time every time Eli's won a Super Bowl, I never thought it could happen. So, I uh, the NFC is so good that almost you almost have to win the division to get in because you got to like you know the Packers or the Vikings, you know pending health, one of those teams probably gets a wild card spot, and then the Saints or the Falcons, which means. Right. So you got you got three divisions. You have three divisions where literally probably has at least two teams, maybe three teams. I Philly, Dallas, New York could all make the playoffs. Green Bay, Minnesota could make the playoffs. Maybe Detroit. I know There's you're not going to like that. Where they can. They're they're kind of in the lower tier, but then then in the south, you've got um you've got Atlanta, New Orleans, and Carolina. That could all make the playoffs, and then out west, I, 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 when we do that division, I don't know who's gonna fucking win that division. Well, the Rams, the Rams are gonna win that division, but that that's pretty much it. No one else can make I'm the playoffs. Seattle's falling too far off. It, like, it's I literally only to an extent. The hype's out of control. So no, not at all. Not even a little. It's it's way too crazy. I I I don't even really believe in Jimmy G. We'll get that. We'll get to that when we when we preview the West, but. <laughs> So, so we move on to the last team, the Washington Redskins. They're getting no love. They're at plus 750 to win the division. They're over under on Bovada, also set at seven. Uh, the over is minus 115, and so is the under. I don't like Washington one bit. I actually wouldn't mind seeing 
if it wasn't for Alex Smith not being a part of a losing team since 2010, uh, I would maybe look at the under, but he's going to game manage his way I would to seven so, wins man. somehow with Washington. I like their receivers. Their receiver, like... But well, Jordan Reed's Alex gonna be Smith healthy the whole season, so he can throw to them. It's gonna be great. No, no, he's not. Jordan Reed is not gonna be healthy all season. <laughs> I mean, Jordan Chris Reed Thompson's has never been healthy, be healthy all, season. all season. Darius Geis is interesting. Like, I have not decided how I feel about him yet. That one's really tough. I don't mind their defense. Like I like Ryan Kerrigan. I still like Josh Norman, but like there's nothing that scares me about this team. Like, Literally nothing. You're right. Like I like Alex Smith, but I've been an Alex Smith apologist for a long time. Really, when he got benched for Kaepernick, I was like, but but he doesn't. He throws a ridiculous completion percentage. I was like, he's fine. Like it was mostly a, like, does he deserve his spot back? And I was like, I don't know. And then. Bruh. You know, they went to the Super Bowl, and I was like, well, looks like I was wrong. Um, <laughs> you could try to make the ridiculous yeah. argument, like, oh, no, they would have won it with Alex Smith. And it's like, shut up, dude. That's That doesn't make sense. Their schedule's not easy. No, no, It starts off not. easier, I mean, but it gets tough towards the end. I, I thought I would like this team, and the more I look at it, the more I don't. So, so I really – Alex Smith protects the ball. No, like I, I hate Washington this year. And so I go look at it, right? Uh, well, I guess I should. So I don't know if you ever ever use the uh, player comparison tool on uh, on Pro Football Reference. When did when did Kirk first start? That was his second year, I think. At the year, at, yeah, because RG three got hurt then. So so if I go from like 2013. To 2017, Kirk Cousins and Alex Smith are like the same quarterback, like the exact same quarterback stats wise. Completion percentage for Kirk Cousins is 65.4%. Alex Smith is 65.1%. Alex Smith has thrown seven more touchdowns and a substantial 19 less interceptions. So that's big, but that's also in 17 more games played. So Kirk Cousins threw seven less touchdowns in 17 less games played than did Alex Smith. Their their average yard per attempt, Kirk Cousins 7.47, Alex Smith 7.46. Yards per attempt 7.7, 7.2 for Alex Smith. This, it's the same guy. Yeah, I guess like everyone's saying they upgraded, it's literally the same player. I would say they upgraded. I was really waiting for you to list off all the stats yeah, and leave it, out interceptions exactly what you're or looking something, at. and then I was going to be like, well, it looks like I was right, and uh... no, Alex Alex Smith definitely yeah, like takes care of the ball, but he ball. also doesn't pull the trigger and on the big plays, which is kind of bad. Kind like of bad Andy Reid and Matt Nagy kind of let him loose last year, but do we think they kind of forced it? They don't have a Tyree Kill weapon, like they don't they don't really have anything to stretch the field like that. Although I do like Doxon. Oh, he's definitely a garbage coach. I think I also think That's Jay Gruden's 100%. a garbage coach. I I will not talk. I am talking into myself that. into under seven um, wins here. Just based on turnovers. That's about it. I mean they went seven and nine last year. They should be 
They've regressed every year since 2015. They've they won nine games in 2015, eight in 2016, seven they last be year. More healthy. They, could, they could just win I six. I believe this year. they faced a quite difficult passing uh, defense last year, which is tough for their receivers. Because I, just, although I like them, I don't think any of them are you know studs or anything. Like so, so just take a look. Oh no, excuse me. That was uh. So looking at like the Redskins schedule, it's not terrible depending on Andrew Luck. Like they're at Arizona week one. That's not a gimme though. Like I'm Arizona can still Arizona you know, squeak well that out at home over a shitty And just Washington a couple days team. ago, I think they're starting center towards ACL. And they have a garbage offensive line, so that's probably a not a good start. Like like here's the thing, man, is the NFC East this year. They play the NFC South and the AFC South, and the AFC South is is much improved, obviously. With they had two playoff teams last year, with Jacksonville almost going to the Super Bowl. Like they had Tennessee, they had Jacksonville. Indianapolis could be better. Like Washington I mean, I would could say easily easily go five and NFC one. So- or AFC South teams are going to be better, and that's Jacksonville being the one that may or may not be. So like Houston gets. All their defenders back that were good, right? Which I mean, let's everyone's got to right, the and they get Andrew Deshaun Watson like, back. Like five games, it was like three and three. Well, I guess. That... Yeah. Oh, absolutely. He did light it up, though. But he lighted. Just, it, he lit it up a lot more. Than Jimmy I'm not G here for overreactions, unless unless I called it. If I was like, "Hey, this dude's going to be a stud," I'd be walking around all off season just in case you yeah. know yeah. this season went poorly. But I don't love their schedule. There's not a lot of games I feel great about them winning. You can't talk me into under seven. I just don't think it'll happen. They were the most injured team last year, which makes things more difficult. As much as those stats show that it's, you know, a very similar they're very similar quarterbacks, I still like Alex Smith over him. Jay Gruden's going to screw something up. I mean, they lost Sua Cravens. They still lost Kendall Fuller. I I don't know, man. Well, you won't I, talk me into the over. I just don't either. know about this. I'm looking at the roster right just, now. And... Yeah, 6-10 six, six and ten to 8-8 eight and eight does seem like the correct range. I liked them a lot more before I looked at it, but the more I look at them, I'm like, yeah, they're not very good. Like they're on the road to New Orleans, on the road to Tampa, on the road to Jacksonville, on the road to Tennessee. That is not good. Home game against the Packers is not good for you. Not early in the season. Like that's, I don't like their defense very no. much. I know that you kind of do, but I, I'm not worried about it. I mean, I like their okay, – I, I just mean I like their defense take. more than I like their offense, and they, I don't even uh, like their defense. It looks defense, like they're going to be favored know? in uh, four games, at least weeks one through 16. That's not good. Uh, two of those are by one. One's by one and a half, and the other one was Indy, and that I think was before the Andrew Luck news. Oh yeah, have fun. And then <laughs> week seventeen, they get Philadelphia. It's hard to bet under with someone that protects the ball that much, but like, what if <laughs> Dice mean, can't run? What if 
But also, like protecting protecting the ball is all good and shit. But I if know, you but can't get first downs, the protecting the ball doesn't really like, do Eli's much for you. To throw picks. It's probably a split with the Giants. Right. Dallas could give them problems. Dallas hasn't lost to Washington. Dallas hasn't watched, lost to Washington Please in the last two years. The under. Just because I hate when I like a team and then I start to dig into them and all of a sudden I'm like, oh no, I was completely wrong and I swing all the way to the other side. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's a tough swing, there, but I, I am so low on Washington. Dallas so Giants. low. And I guess Philly. Yeah, I, I mean, dude, honestly, New York is not a bad division champ bet at plus six hundred. Like, it's got to be the best. Value. They might be in the race in, in week fourteen. Value, it's got to be the best one because as much as I'd like the plus nine hundred for Washington, I just can't see it after looking at all that. The New York one's actually kind of interesting. Their schedule does not start out easy. Home against. The- All right, so here, here's what I'm going to tell you. I, w- I was waiting to get your picks for it, but here's a little stat for you. The last time the NFC East had back-to-back division champions was 2003 and 2004 when Philadelphia won back-to-back. They actually won four in a row from 01 to 04, but that's the last time this division's won back-to-back. That's a trend that I don't care about at all. I'm out on that trend. I, I have heard that. I didn't know it was that long. I knew it was a long time, but I would have told you like 2012. Right. Yeah, no. Two, I mean, 2003, 2004, and the sample size, this division is very spread out. The last 10 years, Dallas has three I mean, division championships, Philly has three, do. New York has two, and Washington has two. <sighs> No, I just, I just mean, oh. I just mean, if you're looking for a reason to to take a team that's other than Philadelphia to win the division, like New York at plus six hundred or whatever they're at, plus five fifty on five dimes, yeah, if you want like to shoot a that's shot like probably that. the thing, the thing it to look at plus is, the value. Staring, I wouldn't play it right away though, because I'm looking at the Giants' schedule. They got the Jags at home. They're probably losing that right in Dallas. In Houston, I guess. Yeah. Shut the fuck up, Keith. Oh my God, those those first six, seven games. Yeah. Those first no, seven like they, games are just it, brutal. It could be really bad. So I don't know. You're gonna play Ooh. that right away. You're gonna get better odds eventually if you think they're yeah, gonna finish hot or something. Um, See how Eli's playing first. If Eli's competent, yeah, could be fine. I'm not touching. I'm not touching it right away. So, eh, well, I actually like. I like. Take a look at Dallas's first four games. I actually like Dallas's first four games. At Carolina, probably the third best team in the South. Home to New York. They're at Seattle. That's a really that's a tough game. But then they're home to Detroit. So there's those first four games. Like I could see Dallas going three and one in those first four 
give or take which three you're looking at. So Dallas's odds at plus 350 are probably going to get worse in the first four and weeks. So if you want to shoot that shot, probably shoot it before the season end. starts. I'm. You might talk me into the Dallas over. Not the division. I just can't bet against Philly. Philly's got too much going for him. Not with, not with those odds. Yeah. Yeah, Philly. I mean, Philly really, realistically, Philly mm-hmm. could be, you know, the next Seattle well, here who's just like terrorizing the NFC. starting to get old, but just because New Orleans hit on so many draft picks last year, and that's kind of what uh, Seattle did. So, so before we get into our our best bet for the two win division and the team totals, um, the prop that I really like, the only prop that I could find that I like involving any NFC East team, uh, Zeke's leading the way in this, but he's still plus two eighty five to lead the league in rushing, and I, I really like that because he was suspended for six games last year and still finished in the top ten in total rushing yards, and he had the he had by far the most yards per game on the ground. Second closest to him was over 10 yards per game less. And that was Todd Gurley who had 11 uh, less yards per game than Zeke. Zeke averaged 98.3 yards per game. So plus 285 almost it's per, unless he gets well, hurt. They're gonna like, that's that's a pretty good bet to, to like, win some easy money. They're going to focus on it. I think more than ever. And it, and and, de- and it yeah, doesn't even matter I mean, what defense like defenses line up to stop it. It, it doesn't matter what that offense is. It would be for me to won. bet a future like that at that the, that short of odds. But I'm not here to argue with you. Like they they face a much be easier slate of rush defenses than they did last year. They don't have any receivers that we know of, but I don't know that they can really stack the box. Right. And again, with the offensive line, it's probably just fine. I'm not going to argue with you about that one. So, give me your to win the division, your um, best bet. What one gun to your head would you put too. the money on? Um, Odell Beckham oh, okay, yeah. over one thousand two hundred and one half yards is minus one twenty five. And I kind of like that. Let me, oh, pull the stats up. I, his injury, his injury, well, his he, injuries concern me with that. Any over on the receiving yards 12 like games that. and started 11 as rookie season. And he cleared that by a hundred yards. And then he played, I was making sure I had the right fair, person good up point. before I, uh, Started spouting my mouth anymore. But then the next year he played 15 games and beat it by 250 yards. Then he played 16 games and beat it by 150 yards. And then he played four games with two starts. But so like, yeah, like his, he was hurt when he came into the league. Right. And then last year, I think he talked me into it. I like the slot work he's probably going to be doing. His seven and a half touchdowns were interesting, but touchdowns are more fluky, and I don't want to bet too many touchdowns. I don't want to get too excited about receivers. I mean, o- Odell can catch a three-yard pass, and all of a sudden he got you 80 of those yards. I- I'm a fan of it. I like Shermer a lot. I think he's going to do good things with them. <sighs> too many overs. Player prop overs are so scary because, but yeah, like the injury things, 
Injuries can be a problem. Terrifying. Like, I am Terrifying. here for that. But I, I just felt like that was kind of low. I felt like it was low. I wanted to look at the stats, see, see if I was right, and uh, I think I am. I'm not going to guarantee I'm putting money down on it yet, but it's a it's a lean, not a play. It may it may get to a play, but to win the division, right? I guess I'd go with the Giants. I yeah, like if you're going to take a flyer, Giants is plus six hundred. I, I actually have, I, I like that. They have the ability to make it happen. I don't believe in them to make it happen, but a few games roll their way. I'm just not laying minus odds with Philly. I've, I wonder what the odds are if you parlay the Philly and the Pats. You might actually get, I'm guessing, you know, closer to even, minus one. You might get something that's... that's. Yeah. Well, even, even like, if it gets down to, like, you, you know, minus one money, but now we're getting a little longer. Yeah. Yeah, and like now I don't want to get along here, man. Together. A lot of things can happen in NFL but, season. Uh, it's they're just such a clear-cut favorite and I trust Dallas about as much as I trust the Giants. Eli could fall off, the offensive line could be a problem or they could be really good. So you you got uh, New York plus six hundred, Bovada plus five fifty on five dimes. I'm gonna go ahead and I'm gonna take uh, my best bet. I'm actually going to take Dallas to go ahead and win this division. Uh, once again, I, I don't necessarily think that they're gonna win the division. I'm just saying that's the bet I would make. Uh, preferably plus three ninety five on five dimes. Get a little get a little extra plus odds there. But like I said, they won nine games. Last year, their defense is going to be better because they're more experienced, especially in the secondary. Ezekiel Elliott's hopefully going to play 16 games. I don't like the lack of weapons. They're really going to, uh, it's going to hurt losing the safety valve of Jason Witten for Dak Prescott, but he's entering his third year. I, I think the offense is going to be redesigned and not rely on tight end so much. And I think Dallas has a better chance than do the Giants, especially after taking a look at the front schedule for the Giants, because if things go bad there, the locker room's going to turn on itself, um, kind of like it did last year. So Dallas would be uh, my best bet to win the division. So team totals for you, best bet. Wow. Uh, am I going to take Dallas? You know what? I know I'm going to stick with the Giants. I'm going to stick with the Giants, but I'm taking the – over seven. I think they get to seven. I'm. I'll only the extra two. Yep, that's, that's actually that yeah, was going to be I my like pick too. Over seven I could at see minus it going 140. farther south, especially if Sean Lee gets her. I Dallas Dallas has more question marks. To me. It's and it's it's literally a game and a half more. Like the odds are a little better at minus one ten, but it's it's a game and a half more. Plus the half kind of throws me away from Dallas, you know, because Dallas could and win like ten games, coach. they could win eleven, but they could and also win eight or seven, and those I are both losses. So, uh, I believe in him right. as an offensive mind. I don't believe in Pat Shermer as much so, as you do, but yeah, I yeah. You just, can we get Zimmer you just out too? Are can he run for happy that he's out of Minnesota, like, aren't you? you? He's already a head coach, so I don't know how we get him out. But 
<laughs> that would be nice. I didn't. I was gonna last night. And By the I way, real quick before like we wrap, did you watch so, Hard Knocks? It's on the agenda. We need. We need to. There's something that happens in there that is the most like football coach thing that literally just took me aback. Like, what the fuck just happened? Yes, dude. He goes. He says. He says. He he's in a meeting. He's got his position coaches. He he tells them they're all watching the TV and looking at film, and he just randomly tells them that his mom died. Everyone goes, "Oh, I'm sorry, coach. I'm sorry." He's like, "Yeah, it's crazy. I lost my I lost my mom and my brother in the same month." And they're like, "Oh, I'm so sorry." And they're they're looking at him, and he looks back at the yeah, TV, and he guess, goes, "Oh, this is inside guess, zone, like, right?" I I'm like, "What the fuck, man?" Episode like you, you just. Oh. Yeah, but no, he broke down, but then it I mean, said one hour like later he's out on the practice field and, like and he's that. yelling at players. I mean, I would have to take the day off. Like, I'm done for the day. I might come back the next day just to, you know, at least be in the facility that's what, and stuff. That's what I'm saying, man. But man, yeah, no, that's that's a huge football guy move. Um, you would think that that's what a dedication is. Huge football guy suck. move, man. It, was, it, was, it, it really, like, took me back. I was, I was yeah, like, man, for a guy who's got that much dedication like for him to be one in thirty-one, like life's not fair. Oh man! So that'll about wrap it up here for our NFC East preview on the Degenerates. We'll be back next week previewing the AFC East. Probably going to get a lot more badminton talk in that one than football talk because that's going to be probably. Uh, well, what do you do? You bet the Pats. It doesn't even matter. Try and parlay it. But no one else is winning that division. But we'll talk about it next week. That's Matt. I'm Luke. It's been a fun one here on the NFC East preview on the Degenerates. And we'll see you next week. I broke your heart, but me, I call it even. You said uh. I did you wrong. 
right Forgive me girl, I told you I was living life Never even gave me credit, tried to make it right I had a lot inside me that you didn't like Giving you my all, it's time to pay the price I think about you every day, but playing by the night Want the best of both worlds, you could call me selfish Down in all this liquor, waking up and feeling helpless I mean we both have things that we couldn't take Try to visualize a picture that we couldn't paint You want another part of me that I couldn't change So it's only right we both go on a separate ways I'm saying yeah.